won't tell you that. Bro. I am Ronaldo McKenzie, host of the Neolibra Around podcast. And I am here at the fifth or author T.L. Jackson's Community Day of Enlightenment, right here in Germantown, Philadelphia. I told you that we would come down here, and these are this is, this is some of the things that the community need to have: community engagement. And I'm here with Author T.L. Jackson. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm fabulous today. Yes. And what do you what are your expectations about today? My expectation is that someone and well, everyone leaves here with some new hope some new encouragement, some inspiration, and a change because they have a second chance today and make it work for the best for them. Yes, yes, that's, that's what I'm talking goal. about. And um, and who do we have, um, what's the lineup for today? Well, the lineup for today, we do have Judge Sawyer here, and she's going to go on, and then after Judge Sawyer, we have a realtor that's going to go on, and then we have the keynote speaker, Dr. Umar Johnson. And that's the lineup for today, guys. And, um, and will you be speaking as well briefly? Yes, I will. I'm going to be giving up some good inspirational uh, food for thoughts and yes. some good words to help people and give them hope. Let them know about stepping out on faith and finding out what their purpose is out here yes. so we can live on purpose. Yes, and I've always said dream, but don't... Dream? No, I wrote it down. I wrote it. Dream, but don't sleep. Right. Pray, but don't sit. Yeah. Believe and have faith, yeah. but keep away from negative and the naysayers. And that's the truth. Yes. Stay away from the negative naysayers because, listen, we can do all things. It's totally up to us. Yes, amen. Thank you so much. And, um... Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, or good night. I am Ronaldo McKenzie, and with me is Valentin Nelson, and this is the Nilibra Round Podcast. And uh, today, what can judges do to help prevent recidivism? And how can we make our society better? Again, what can judges do to help prevent recidivism? And how can we make our society better? I ask that question because the podcast met up with the Honorable Judge Stephanie M. Sawyer, who was a speaker at the Day of Community Enlightenment in Germantown, Philadelphia. And I'm going to get to that in a little bit. But we interviewed her and some of the other attendees, local business talent promoting their crafts, and of course, Miss Jackson, who is the organizer and the author of I'm Not a Hypocrite, I'm Human. And we had her on this show some time ago. We talked about the event at the beginning and provided insights into the aim of the program. Now, the just so you know, the segment is broken up into, the show is broken up into about six segments because we had, we interviewed a bit over six or seven or eight people. And so we break that up into several segments. But um, the, the the main segment is the interview that I had with um, Miss uh, or the Honorable Stephanie Sawyer, and Miss Sawyer is um, is a judge in the court of or of the court of common pleas in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Now, although Stephanie M. Sawyer was born in Queens, New York, her home city is the city of Philadelphia, where she was raised and has continuously lived since she was a little girl. 
She's a product of the Philadelphia public school system, attending J.R. Masterman Philadelphia High School for girls, and she went on to earn her undergraduate and law degrees from Temple University. Now, George Sawyer is a single parent of two children who was raised by a single parent where she learned her commitment to the community and her understanding that hard work is the key to success. Judge Sawyer is currently a municipal court judge in Philadelphia County, having her judicial nomination confirmed by the state senate on June 30th, 2014. She was then sworn in on July 16th, 2014. Prior to this appointment, Judge Sawyer was the sole practitioner of her own center city-based law office, which she maintained for almost two decades. Now, what was interesting about this interview or this conversation I had with her, which was la- which lasted for ten minutes and beyond, for the on, for the podcast is ten minutes, but we even talked, we continued the conversation beyond that. But what was interesting about it was the passion with which she shared about how judges were part of the problem and how they can be part of the solution in relation to incarcerations, convictions and the mitigating and minimizing of recidivism. And when we talk about recidivism, it is the tendency of a convicted criminal to reoffend. Of course, that's according to the New Oxford uh, Dictionary, the New Oxford American Dictionary. Again, what is recidivism? It's the tendency of a convicted criminal, criminal to reoffend. And so we talked about that and her efforts as a, as a member of society, as a judge and a member of society and community to raise awareness and provide opportunities to vulnerable populations as, and those re-entering society to develop, to develop certain literacy skills, such as business and critical thinking skills. You know, in fact, I remember, we, in retrospect, I remember having Dr. Andre Isaacs here on the show and we talked about um, the need for science literacy science literacy but here we're talking about business and financial literacy which that's what she wants to promote in fact so probably part of the conversation is to add science literacy to the whole financial literacy probably that's a conversation that we can i can have with her and probably she might be listening to the she might be listening to this podcast and i recommend that but but we talked about that a bit in fact she revealed that in fact, and this is important here, she revealed that she will be launching a foundation to this end in the beginning of November 2022. She talks, and as we as we are about to get into that, we're about to get get into that shortly. Right after this, you will have a, we will have the ad, the intro music, or we have probably played the intro music already, and then we get straight into to the honorable judge um, Judge Juliet Sawyer powerful and amazing dynamic woman easy to talk to who who wants who wants to be part of the solution in a very meaningful way not just looking at it in a heavy-handed approach but looking at it as a responsible citizen and all of us have a part to play so this is what's coming up next on the liberal Run podcast we'll be right back after this
welcome back to the podcast and we are still here at the community day of enlightenment in germantown and i have with me george sawyer many of you might know george sawyer i'm familiar with you well i mean i was just basically telling you that when i first got appointed as a judge um, municipal court the first thing i said to myself is that i was not going to be the kind of judge that helped to feed the beast that is mass incarceration yes right um the way the system currently operates it de- does just that and yeah I'll leave a little bit of that commentary to the side. Yes. Um, but I will say that uh, um, the general path when somebody gets convicted, right, except for intentional carve-outs. And when I say carve-outs, I mean things like ARD. They say ARD is Accelerated Rehabilitation Disposition. Yes, yes. They say if you have a zero prior record score, we're going to not put you through the criminal justice system and we're going to give you a different path. Yes. Um, they have um, drug treatment court. Oh, because you're a drug addict, we're going to carve you out of the criminal yes. justice system and treat you in this manner. Or veterans court, because you're a veteran, I'm going to carve you out of the criminal justice system and treat you this bad. Yeah. Or mental health court, because you have mental health problems, I'm going to carve you out of the criminal justice system. And so except for these intentional carve-outs, yeah. the, the criminal justice system works like this. A judge will sentence somebody and they'll either sentence them to probation and flub them off to probation officers yes. or they'll sentence them to incarceration and flub them off to the Department of Correction 90 something percent get out wow. and they get flubbed off to the parole officers yes. and the next time that judge who sees the person they sentence will be when a probation or parole officer is so frustrated yes. that they opine revocation mm. because the defendant is either not doing what the probation or parole officer asked to do yes. or has a new case yes. or has a new conviction. Right. In those three circumstances, the probation or parole officer will request a violation of probation hearing yes. and recommend additional punishment. And the next time the sentencing judge sees the person they sentence yes. is when that happens. Yes. And because they have no experience with the person, they'll quite naturally follow yes. what the probation or parole officer asked them to do. That's true. And so the next time that the judge who sentenced you sees you, it's time to punish you again. Yes, yes. So if judges only see people to punish people, when exactly do they help? Wow. I've created a, 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 a system, a program called Resource-Based Sentencing Supervision. It's intended... Research, sentencing... No, resource-based... Based. Sentencing and supervision. Oh, wow. It's yes. how you sentence mm-hmm. and how you supervise. Right. Right? And so, in that model, judges are actually part of the solution. Yes. They're actually there to help. When I sentence somebody, say I'm sentencing somebody with three possessions with a 10 to deliver and a 10th grade education. Yes. I can set my watch to this board. Right. So that right. means I have to sentence him to get his high school diploma. Mm-hmm. I have to sentence him to figure out what kind of vocational training he needs. Yes. What kind of, you know, buy-in he needs to, to have legitimate income. I mean, most of my corner boys, they're frustrated. They're entrepreneurs. If we yes. Can, if we can just get them to change their product. Yes, that is then true. Then we'd be actually doing something. Yes. So there are folks with the entrepreneurial spirit that we have resources entrepreneurial boot camp to learn how to get LLCs to learn how to open up their own business and, and, and a quarterly uh, 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 profit and loss statement and all of that and how to access funding as well and say it again and how to access funding because and I know that's how a, to access that's a well, first major all, issue but, but, but access of funding starts with financial literacy uh-huh. and understanding what happens with the dollar yes understanding yes. how credit works Understanding the rule of 72, the point yes. upon which your money flips. Understand, so a financial literacy is the first step right. into showing people how to have access to money. Because you don't understand how to yes. get to it first, nor do you know how to grow it or, or, or any yeah. of these other things. 
Well, those are some of the resources that you, we give in resource-based sentencing nice, and supervision. Nice. So, uh, I've been practicing resource-based sentencing and supervision in my courtroom uh, um, since, well, I didn't have a name for it until 2018. Yes. So, formally 2018, 19, 20, 21, 22, and this year we just uh, launched the Sentencing Foundation. The Sentencing Foundation is intended to be the logistical support for resource-based sentencing and supervision such that it could be in every jurisdiction. Yes. State, federal, big cities, rural uh, uh, places. Yes. That's what the Sentencing Foundation is intended to do. Um, and that's what we're working on building out right now. So so wow. it, will, it will usher in a cultural shift mm-hmm. in jurists yes. to be part of the solution. Yes. And, and, and instead of always showing up to, to punish defendants, they're actually there to help folks. Yes. And so that's what we're hoping uh, um, will catch on. Wow, this is great. We're talking with Judge Sawyer right here in Philadelphia, Germantown, Philadelphia. And this is just some of the programs that we need because, you know, what happens is that sometimes they punish these guys. And one of the, one of the young men, I do a series called What's Life Like Living in Philadelphia, interviewing hundreds of people in Philadelphia on the show. One young man, one gentleman, and several people have been saying, we need a father's movement. We lack responsible fathers and responsible parents, and they're all they're not in the home, or it's either or we lack responsible parents. Some but people are saying social media, decay, or resources. It's all of the above. Yes. I don't know why yes. anybody wants to just point out one good reason and say, "Ooh, that's the magical." Yes, power. yes, yes. Sprinkle yes. magical dust on a problem. There's no such thing. It's multifaceted. As, as, as it's, it's a multifaceted problem. Yes, right? yes, yes. And so, you know, as a judge, I'm trying to promote yeah. a mechanism for judges to use yeah, yeah. Um, that will help greatly reduce recidivism. Like yes. Right? And so every individual in their own lane, in their own right, needs yes. to... So, so they're, 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 we need to have people that, that promote good parenting. Yes. We need to have uh, uh, people that promote trauma counseling because most yes. of the people I see uh, are post-traumatic stress disorder. Oh, yes, yes, definitely. Okay, so hurt mm-hmm. people hurt people. Yes. If you take a bunch of traumatized people and sprinkle a bunch of guns all over the place, why are you uh, surprised that folks are shooting? Uh, okay, why, it's why are you One thing leads to the next, leads why? to the next. I, I, uh, I mean, it's a shame, yes, yeah. but it's not surprising. Yes, yes. Everybody's yes. acting like, oh my God, it's, it's not surprising. Yes, yes, It's yes. really not. You know, if you look at, you know, when mass incarceration began in the 80s and 90s, you know, and, and, and crack epidemic came out, which they're, obviously they're treating crack very different. They're treating opiates very differently than they treated crack. When we, yeah. But that's another conversation. <laughs> yes. But my point is, the generations in the, from the 80s and 90s, yeah. their kids raised themselves. Yes. And now we're two uh. generations past that. Why are people surprised at how desperate things are getting? <laughs> yes. What is, it, right. It, it makes complete perfect sense to yes, me. Yes, it's part of the like, cycle. People are desperate. People make yeah. really bad decisions. If you want to effectuate the uh, situation, you have to start by making people not desperate. Yeah. Desperate people don't have the mental clarity mm. to make a decent decision. Yes. 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 Yeah, yes, there, yes. There are two kinds of people. There are actors. Yes. They were reactors. Yes. Actors put things into place uh-huh. because they've thought things through and it's like a chess game. Yes. Reactors are just, there's a brick coming, duck. Yes. There's a fire over here, put it out. Reactors are just reacting to the situation in front of them without having an opportunity to think about what they want to do. Wow. You know, I was doing, I, I teach at colleges as well, and there's one thing that I've been facilitating at, 
at the college course, at some people I'm teaching at the college course, talking about critical thinking, Absolutely. developing a college mindset, preparing solving and mechanisms. Yes, yes. Because life is nothing but a series of problems, and how yes. you and how you problem solve definitely dictates your level of success. Wow. Wow. Listen, there is so much that can be said, and learning, and people's ability to be able to problem. You are an amazing person. Oh, oh, thank you. I can't wait to... And you said there is something coming up. The yes. launch. When is the launch of the... Well, of the well we got to first make sure the website is up and running and operational. So my, my guesstimation, because it's not, a, it's not even a good estimation yet, the guesstimation is by the first week of November, we should be nice. looking to have a, 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 a web launch. Yes. A web launch event where people come in and donate to yes. the Consenting Foundation. is got yes. a nonprofit organization mm-hmm. that's, you know... Resource-based sentencing supervision needs resources. Yes. The Sentencing Foundation facilitates that. Wow. Thank you so much. And um, we'll be there, guys. I will be there when it happens. Yes. And I will continue to follow your work. And Yes. Thank you so much. The Neoliberal Round Podcast. We are still here at the Day of Enlightenment. And we have a young man here. How are you doing, sir? Righteous, I'm righteous. How are you? I'm doing very well. And um, you are one of the organizers. You are part of the organizing team. Yes? I mean, I'm with my mom. <laughs> and your mom is the famous author, the budding author. T.L. Jackson. T.L. Jackson. And you live in Philadelphia. Yes, sir. Tell me, what's it like life living in Philly? What's going on? Um, well... I mean, you can watch Channel 10 or Channel 6 to see what's really going on, but, yeah. you know, I am blessed to still be alive, and I'm blessed to really be here. Yeah. And um, when you think about events like this, how does that, you talk about watching Channel 6 and 10, how does that in- disrupt and interrupt the, the narrative of violence and crime and so on? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know how to answer that question. Yeah, but... Yeah, but I see you eating and having fun despite of the violence and the crime. Do you think events like these can help to is a remedy for some of the problems going on in our society? Huh? Oh. We are still here and I'm here with Diane. Diane. And Diane, I see you have a booth here. Um, yes, I do. L- L- Lumi Balance. What's this about? It's a 100% organic, 100% natural skincare line that I formulated and I'm the CEO of the company. Nothing artificial in my products. Yes. But the niche to my product that makes mine different is that it is infused with therapeutic grade Manuka honey for wound healing. Yes. Everybody look up Manuka honey. It is a healer of the skin. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. And when did you start this business? I started this business, I formulated a couple years ago, but I launched October of last year. So I'm doing pretty well, but I need everybody's support. But yes. it is, um, and I also have a healing salve, which is great for psoriasis, eczema, um, uh, skin infections. Um, uh, say if you got poison ivy, um, men use it for folliculitis. If they take a shave, they can keep folliculitis from um, arising. Very good. Listen, she has a, a, um, a lot of um, products here. Um, facial wash, toner, serum, anti-aging moisturizer, healing salve, body p- pudding? Body pudding. Pudding. Yes. 
Barley Pudding and Lit Bob. And how can people get a hold of you? Um, on Instagram, if you want to Instagram, at Lumi Balance, L-U-M-I-B-A-L-A-N-C-E. www.lumihealing.com is my website. And honey at lumihealing.com is my email address. Great. Thank you. And I will. And if you go to RonaldoCMcKenzie.com and DanielLibble.com and go to Opportunities and Causes, we're going to be sharing the, the pictures of some of the events and what um, Lumi Balance have here, Diane Davis. We will show some of the products we have, but you can go to her website and feed and follow her. This is good. The Neoliberal Round Podcast coming to you live from 5th, a day of community enlightenment right here in Germantown, right in the Auberry area, or Auberry Arboretum. The Neoliberal Round Podcast. young lady here with me she said she heard the podcast and she likes it right i love it thank you so much and you are at the community day of event what brought you down here uh, uh tanya jackson uh is my uh, adopted aunt yes. and i'm also just the community outreach portion we need it we definitely yes. need it so i think it's a beautiful event that was put together yes and um, what do you do in the city do you have a business and so on i know you work with your mom in promoting the book and the business and so on i do not uh <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I have a career, but it's not in community outreach, but I do help with my church and community stuff, but yeah. I don't want to... What church you go to? Nazarene, back there. Nazarene, where's that? It's on uh, off of Germantown, 100 Park. Oh, and um, today I worship tomorrow, what time? Uh, it's 10.30 a.m. 10.30, okay, we'll check that out. And um, what's it like living in Philly? <laughs> um, I grew up in Philly, uh, great experiences, great childhood. Oh, the Philly, you want to get back to the Philly that I know. Brotherly love and sisterly affection. <laughs> that is fine. This, this is fine. And we're talking. Well, what's your name again? Missy. I'm Missy. How can, if people want to reach out to you, um, can they reach out to you? Can they follow you? How can they do that? I don't, uh, I don't have social media. Oh, oh, okay. And, um, I'm so sorry. I'm and, so corny. And it's the way of the future. <laughs> but 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 thank you so much for participating thank and you. have fun. Thank you. Yeah, man, take, take care. care. Podcast we have with you the DJ of the event, and you are Jazz Doe. Jazz Doe with your wife Kim Anderson, and you guys are running the the music for the show. Yes, yes. Is that what you do? Is that what you do off and on? Yes, I do the entertainment. You know, any uh, any kind of event, uh, birthday parties, block parties, um, socials, anything. And, uh, up. and if people want to reach you, how can they get in touch? On Instagram, just look up at Chazdo One. At Chazdo One. Chazdo. At Chaz. Spell that for me. C H A Z D O E. At Chazdo One. At Chazdo One. Check him out, guys. And um, what what do you, what's going on in Philadelphia? What what's life like living in Philly? And working and living and whatever. I mean, life is life is what you make it. I mean, you know, um, if, if, if you're in the crazy stuff, you Philly's a city for it. If you're in the, you know, uplifting it and, and being, you know, positive, you can do that as well. So yes. 
you know, um, it, it, it's what you choose to do. You know, Philly is a great place. I've been here all my life. You can grow up here. You can be successful here and not get in any, any trouble. And then, you know, you got a certain element that that's all they can do is just get in trouble. So, you know, yeah. you make your choices, you know. Yeah. Wow, wow. This is life is what you make it. So the ball is in their court. That's right. It's always <laughs> in your court. Hey, look, you got the ball. Yeah. You either you dribble, shoot, or pass. Right. It's your choice. Okay, thank you so much, man. This is great coming to you live. And listen to the music, guy. Listen to the music, guy. I do a podcast, What's Like Life, What Life Like Living in Philadelphia. I'm Ronaldo McKenzie, the host. Mm -hmm. And you're at the event. Would you like to comment on oh, oh, here to comment okay. on the podcast? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here in support of my brother. Yes. Ernest Arad. Ernest? That's my brother in life. Right there. That's Ernest Arad. That's, that's my brother. And what will he be doing today? He's gonna to teach you how to go about buying and selling homes. Ah. Okay, mm -hmm. okay, and that means so about it. And um and it's a local Philly business. Yeah. What's like life like living in Philly? It's, it's good. I mean, it's what you make it. Besides the violence, everybody know about that. Yeah. It's what you make it. Um, can, it's, can we, can, do, how can we overcome that? How can we move beyond the violence, you think? It's the honesty, man. It ain't nothing that's going, you can't. It, it starts individually with everybody. Yeah. You only can change yourself. You can't really change the world. Everybody got to change themselves for it to stop. Yeah. But you wanted that, baby. Ah, thank you so much. Welcome, I appreciate bro. you. Thank you for, for providing comments. Thank you for listening to the episode. Join us tomorrow or later on this evening or later on this afternoon for another exciting episode of What's Life Like Living in Philadelphia. That's part five. I actually stopped at, I was at Penn State University today and earlier, not too long ago, sometimes, in, uh, sometimes today, Sunday, so it was late last night. And I actually spoke with two groups of young men. One group were international students from China who are here in the US studying. The other group, one young, they were together. One young man was 18, 19, from DC. And with him were three other young men who were from Philadelphia. And we talked about it. And for, by the way, if I, what is, is, is Penn State in Philadelphia? Yes. Why do you say that's a beautiful case? But um, Penn State is it PA? Is it, is it in Philly? I say yes and no. <laughs> Some people were not sure, even the students themselves, but most of them agree that they are. But when they win tournaments, when the last time they won a match, I think they won with the football. They won some big um, sports college tournament. And, um, of course, they usually celebrate in Philadelphia. But um, there's also Villanova, so we have several universities. But um, that's what's coming up on part five of the series. What's like life like living in Philadelphia? 
we're studying in Philadelphia. We're gonna be at we're gonna be at Penn State. Um, and um, and of course I say yes and no because technically yes, but geographically, so so. That's what's coming up on part five. And of course relative deprivation. We will delve into that as well. That's after part five of the series. This is the Nail of World Round Podcast. We have so much coming up. We have so much that is doing. There's a lot that's happening. And please subscribe to the show for free at anchor.fm slash the nail of And please support to us at anchor.fm slash the nail of slash support. Visit the Nail of World Corporation at the nail of world.com and monogrosimacenti.com. We are serving the world today to solve tomorrow's challenges through our communication which is to make popular what was the monopoly. Welcome.